On today's Locked On Royals podcast, we're going to grade Mike Matheny so far and rate him among other AL Central managers. Plus, Bobby Witt Jr. hits a home run that some are comparing to Mike Trout's swing as if the excitement for the top prospect in baseball couldn't be any higher. And how did Frankie Montas perform in his showcase for the Royals in their spring training game? All that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Rose Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles, but follow the show on Twitter where you can get my baseball takes at Lockdown Royals. Email the show, LockdownRoyals at gmail.com. And on today's show, brought to you by Bet Online, we're going to dive into the Oakland A's recap of the spring training game and rating the managers among other AO Central skippers. Plus, what are the expectations for this Royals club as we sit a week into spring training games? Let's start with the recap of the game against the Oakland A's. This was a fun one. And I talked yesterday about the uh, feeling to get watching spring training games. Watching the A's and the Royals in spring training is just chef's kiss because you have the ambiance and the crowd noise and the sound of spring, the sound of summer being on the horizon. You have the high sky, hard ground, day game after night game environment. You have the light casting across your screen as we wait for warmer weather. And you also have those bright green, Kelly green jerseys and the royal blue jerseys. And it's just, it's just amazing. It makes you feel like we've made it through the winter. It makes you feel like baseball is back because it is back. And then in the game, as if it couldn't get any better, Bobby Witt Jr. goes out there and hits a moonshot for his first home run of spring training. Witt Merrifield had two hits and got a walk. He was great against Frankie Montas. But Bobby Witt Jr. Has a two-run blast and a swing that's being put side by side on Twitter uh, of him and Mike Trout hitting home runs. Like the swing looks nearly identical to Mike Trout now. Obviously, that's just a funny video that you can see the jarring, uh, you know, repetition or the jarring. What's the word I'm looking for here? Identicalities? No, that's not even a word at all. Identicalities has never been a word. It will never be a word. But you can see the similarities. That's probably what I was thinking of. The similarities between Witt's swing and Trout's swing for this home run on this specific video. It was awesome. Just add more fuel to the fire. Just add more hype and more steam to the train because Bobby Witt Jr. is the one shining thing on the horizon in Kansas City sports because Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. He's the best quarterback I've ever seen play the game of football, in my opinion. And again, my lifetime, 
He's only about 24 years old. So, you know, that's not a lot of quarterbacks, but he's the very best I've ever seen. But when you trade Tyree Kill and don't really make a ton of moves to get significantly better yet, although the offseason is still young for the NFL, you can go listen to Lockdown Chiefs for the download on the Chiefs. One thing we can all rally behind and not argue about and not bicker about and not play devil's advocate about is the excitement for Bobby Witt Jr. to be on this opening day roster, to be called up, to be making an impact on the Kansas City Royals. That is without question uh, a marquee selling point for the Royals and for Kansas City and for every fan base involved. Bobby Witt Jr. can be a transcendent star. He can be a face of baseball. He can be a Fernando Tatis Jr. He can be somebody who bursts onto the scene, has immediate success, is immediately marketable, and brings you relevance to a franchise that, even despite going to two World Series in my lifetime, is not very relevant nationally and hasn't been very relevant nationally. 2014-2015 took over Kansas City. The town was painted blue. You couldn't go anywhere without seeing Royals gear. But that team never got the love it deserved nationally. Because while Salvi's a star and a future Hall of Famer, in my opinion, is a future Hall of Famer, a lot of people kind of argue that. And while Hosmer was good and Moustakis was good and Low Kane was incredible, the bullpen was just historic. And that did get a lot of traction, the historic bullpen. They didn't quite have that tangible face. The player. It was a collection of talent that all worked together perfectly. And found some luck, found some timely hitting, kept the line moving. We all know the drill of the 2014-2015 Royals. But they didn't have the guy. Now, I think they got the guy. I think they've got the face. I think that they've got a player that they've never had in my lifetime, and that's Bobby Witt Jr. And the home run spring just continues to pile on the excitement. Obviously, the home run or no home run in spring does not make or break that fact, but it does get the juices flowing a bit more for this quickly arriving opening day slated for April 7th. And I would be stunned if Bobby Witt Jr. is not on that opening day roster. Given the new CBA, given that it benefits both the Royals and Bobby Witt Jr. to be on the opening day, ro- opening day roster, I'd be shocked because the Royals get future first-round picks and Bobby Witt Jr., if he plays on opening day you know, and is he's rewarded with a year of service time, no matter what, if he finishes uh, within uh, two of the AL Rookie of the Year awards. So you might as well call him up now, folks, because I think he'll be within the top two of the AL Rookie of the Year award. And at that point, no matter when you call him up, he gets a full year of service time. So looking forward to that, looking forward to opening day and the Royals all coming up on today's show, though. We're going to continue this, this game recap of the A's and then get into our rankings of the AL Central managers. But first, I want to say right now, but your friends over at Built Bar, Folks, Built Bar is incredible. It's a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your next order at Built.com. The time is here, right? Most of you probably give up on your New Year's resolution at this time because life gets busy, life gets hard, and when you're trying to eat healthier and eat better, as we all are right now, a lot of the times the healthier options for you get repetitive and you, you just get in this rut. But Built Bar helps me stay on track because with Built Bar, they have so many great flavors that I can always switch things up. With Built Bar, you can always have a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar as a meal replacement or a snack or pre-workout or post-workout meal. Make sure you check them out. 
Built Bar. They even have Built Puffs, which is like a marshmallowy treat for you. If you love like peeps and things like that, you can go check out Built Bar on the Puffs side of things. It's awesome. It's awesome. They have so many great flavors. They have coconut, mint brownie, double chocolate brownie. They have cookies and cream and even have white chocolate cookies and cream, which you will want to get your hands on. So go to built.com and use the code lock 15, get 15% off of your next order. And folks, most built bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar and four net carbs and 17 grams of protein. And we all could use a candy bar every now and then to satisfy our sweet tooth, but candy bars have around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs. With Built Bar, it's a protein bar, but it tastes like a candy bar given the pure chocolate on the outside. So give it a try today by going to Built.com, using the code LOCK15, getting 15% off of your next order. Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. Built.com, promo code LOCKED15, 15% off of your next order. Built.com. We are back on the Locked On Podcast Network, on the Locked On Royals podcast. Thank you for making Lockdown Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball Monday through Friday, but leading up to opening day, we have special weekend episodes as well. For your second listen, check out Lockdown MLB Prospects hosted by Lindsey Crosby. It's a prospect encyclopedia over there with Lindsey Crosby. He's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available across all platforms wherever get podcasts from just like Lockdown Royals is and just like Lockdown Chiefs is for the biggest news in Kansas City today, which is the Kansas City Chiefs trading for or trading away Tyreek Hill. But make sure you go check out Lindsey Crosby, Lockdown Prospects, because he's a huge Bobby Witt Jr. believer. He's a huge supporter and he's been on this podcast before. A great show over there for what's happening around spring training from a minor league perspective, what prospects are breaking out and who can or can't break the club. Uh, with the big league team. So we'll get into all of that with Lockdown Prospects. But right now, let's continue getting into this game against the Oakland Athletics. With this game, the Bobby Witt Jr. home run is the biggest thing. Witt Merrifield having two hits and a walk is fantastic. Hunter Dozier, a two-hit game playing right field. Again, this is a make-or-break year for Hunter Dozier, in my opinion. He has to start out strong because I think that Nick Prado will come and take his job and take his spot. Uh, same with Carlos Santana, obviously. But with Hunter Dozier, working him back in the outfield, he can play third, he can play first. Obviously, anyone can DH. But I think he's a really strong start to the year. So it's nice to see him getting started with two hits against the A's in this game. Kyle Isbell got a hit. Very interested to see where he starts the year. Montessi gets a hit. Just staying healthy this spring will be Montessi's biggest thing. Zerby had two perfect innings and a strikeout. That was awesome. And then you saw your actual bullpen in this one. Josh Thomont, two walk, uh, one strikeout inning. Jake Brents, one hit, one walk, one strikeout, one inning. And then Scott Barlow, one inning, one walk, one strikeout. For the A's, Frankie Montas, who the Royals have been in talks with uh, in the trade discussions for Frankie Montas, that two and two-thirds inning, four hits, uh, strikeout. And then also one of their young prospects, or one of their prospects, I'm not sure how young he is anymore, but A.J. Puck, two innings, a walk, two strikeouts. This guy had so much potential, and he was once in the Central Division uh, being traded over there from the White Sox. I am fascinated to see what he can do. He is 26 years old, but he had some injuries to start his his career, and I'm interested to see how he performs in the show. Uh, hopefully he gets it back up there as he was last year for like 12 games, I believe he played. 
uh, for the A's last year. Interested to see him. Played really well in this game, so we'll see what Puck can do uh, in the future. Check out Locked on A's for the Oakland Athletics side of things and hear how he views the trade market for Frankie Montas and for Sean Manaya, old friend, Royals legend, for helping the Royals get and capture that World Series, obviously, uh, via the trade for Ben Zobris. But it's awesome to see baseball back. And again, it's hard to know exactly what these spring training games mean, but these are just some of the standout bullet points so far from spring training. Now, let's kick off this new event we're going to be running across all Locked On Podcast Network shows. You can go back and find them if they've already done them or they might be doing them right now. Uh, As a network right now, we are ranking every manager, every infield, outfield, bullpen, starting rotation, lineup, in every division. So for myself, that obviously means breaking it all down, ranking it from the central perspective and the twins, white Sox, guardians, tigers have all done the same thing. So you can see their rankings as well. And then we're going to all come together myself, locked on twins, locked on white Sox, locked on guardians, locked on tigers, all come together and have a round table the week of opening day to discuss how this division might shake out. Let's kick this off, though, with our manager rankings. Again, not the flashiest rankings. We're going to ease our way into things with our manager rankings, but still important because I think that the manager role in baseball is a bit undervalued, but it does matter a ton. On one on one perspective, obviously, from the people perspective, you're with these people more than you're with your family. You're with this collective group of men more than you're with your family. And Anytime you're around anybody for a long stretch of time, family, friends, coworkers, strangers, tensions can run high, and there's going to be fires you need to put out throughout the extended period of time, right? There's fires you need to put out every day at work, uh, your relationships you need to mend. Uh, Things happen. You get stressed out. There's too much pressure. There's too much frustration. You're just simply stressed for whatever the reason is, and you snap at somebody. And then you realize, hey, I probably shouldn't have done that. Let me go apologize. Let's work things out. That happens in your everyday life probably once a month at least, every other month, every three months, every six months, whatever it is. That happens in your life if you work in that environment. Now, take your environment and make it where you're traveling with these people every time you turn around, in living quarters, hotels, things like that with these people every time you turn around. You're at the clubhouse from noon till midnight every single day in the locker room, sharing a a space. While it's a very spacious and cool locker room, it is still tight quarters whenever you factor around that there's like 28 guys in there, uh, plus the coaching staff, things like that. So managers have to mend these relationships, keep everything afloat, and then also they have to know when and where to get upset and and to fix things. Because it's a 162-game sport. You cannot fix a bad thing that happened on April 1st on April 2nd, you've got to let things develop, right? It's baseball. Just because one bad thing happened Monday does not mean that Tuesday it'll happen again. Whereas in other sports, hey, our pass rush is very, very bad. We need to figure it out and get it going, right? In baseball, your whole lineup might strike out 26 times, and the next day they might just go up and put 14 runs on the board. You just never know what'll happen in baseball. So you have to know when to flip the spread, so to say. When to go in the locker room and rattle some cages, throw the fruit across the room, start screaming and yelling, break a bat, kick a stereo, because you can't do that every single game, every single night. Again, in football, you can. In football, after every loss, you can go in there 
and scream your head off and rip these guys because there's only 17 games and every game is precious. But in baseball, you have to pick your spots a lot more to not alienate your team. So from a relationship and people perspective, it's incredibly undervalued. And then even from just um, uh, you know management of the bullpen and, and lineup and, and putting guys in the spot to succeed, it's incredibly important. So where are our AL Central manager rankings? Well, let's start with number one. Drum roll, please. A.J. Hinch. I think he's the best manager in the Central by far. I know he had the Astros cheating scandal, but still he's a great manager. And what he did last year with the Tigers to make them a competitive and fun team uh, was remarkable. And now they're going to start calling up Riley Green, Torkelson, their pitching prospects. And it's just going to be a lot of fun to watch them develop. And with that great manager, he can really squeeze out all the talent in a vast amount of time of, of these young players. So AJ Hinch is my clear number one, clear cut. I think that two through five, you can truly make arguments for different factors about different uh managers but my clear cut number one is aj hinch there, there's a wide gap between number two i'm gonna go with rocco badali because i think that he has that raise it factor where he's a really good manager last year of course finished dead last in the division it was a really bad year i'm fascinated by the twins because last year i picked them to win the division i picked them to go to the playoffs and obviously they didn't but they had a lot of injuries and outside factors in that so i do have rocco at two but terry francona at three with the guardians and Tony Larusa at four with the White Sox and Mike Matheny at five with the Royals. Terry Francona, really respected, really good manager. There's no questioning that he's at least top three in this division. The Tony Larusa thing, I, I tried to separate team talent versus manager because I think that if Mike Matheny had the White Sox roster, they'd win the division. I think that if AJ Hinch had the White Sox roster, they'd win the division. I think if Rocco had the White Sox roster, they'd win the division. I think if Terry Francona had the White Sox roster, they'd win the division. I do want to give Tony Russo some respect because many of people, including me, thought that that hire would derail what was a fun young team and not let them be fun anymore and get into drama and de- and just kind of implode the way the Twins imploded last year. The Twins had all the same expectation, all the same hype. It was neck and neck if you go to predictions and seeing, oh, he picked White Sox, she picked uh, Twins. He picked Twins and they picked White Sox. It was neck and neck in the tally of who was going to pick who to win this division. And then the Twins finished dead last. And so that could have easily happened to the White Sox if we go back to our perception of Tony Rusa at this time last year. But I still would rather have the three people ahead of him. And I might rather would rather have Mike Matheny. I was actually very impressed with Mike Matheny last year. Uh, I think that Mike Matheny... Had a bad stint in, in St. Louis. It was a bad end to his St. Louis career. But you saw last year the tangible changes he made to his bullpen management and to his analytics and the shift and things like that. That You saw him change different aspects of his style of managing to where I was encouraged by it. Now, part of it you can't really see yet because the team is not where it's supposed to be. And part of it is, you know, needing to see more. But I... If you had, you know, Matheny as high as three, I wouldn't bat an eye. If you have him at five, I wouldn't bat an eye. So obviously him and Larusa to me are pretty interchangeable. So we'll see where others have him. But right now, just given what we know about the O Central right now, I just have him at five. But that's not a knock on Matheny. I've actually been very impressed with Mike Matheny thus far in his managerial career with Kansas City. But I do want to say right now, but your friends over at Athletic Greens, Athletic Greens is incredible, folks. It is awesome because it's a lifestyle-friendly supplement because it's 
great for you if you're on keto or paleo or vegan or dairy-free or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anythings while still tasting good. Supports better sleep quality and recovery, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing that's the best thing. It's Athletic Greens using the best of all products and based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day, which you're investing in your health and it's cheaper for you than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper for you than getting all the different supplements that you need. It's investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance and it's awesome for you. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes. It's tested by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Garvis. Make sure you check it out. Athletic Greens is willing to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. As you have to, do, all you have to do is visit Athletic Greens slash MLB Network. That's Athletic Greens slash MLB Network to take, it, to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. We are back on the Lockdown Royals podcast, the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I want to thank you for making Lockdown Royals your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Royals baseball. Your second listen, go check out the Lockdown MLB podcast for a great look at past and present baseball from Paul Francis Sullivan. Make your second listen wherever you get podcasts from. Lockdown MLB, the national perspective of baseball. I want to end today's show with your input. What do you think are the expectations for the Royals this year? What are your expectations? Leave it below in the comment section or on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. For me, be competitive. You know, five or fewer games out of the playoffs. Remember, expanded postseason. And no embarrassingly, unwatchably long losing streaks. Obviously, every baseball season has lulls. But no embarrassing stretch where it's it's a pain to turn on the Royals game. It's just the uh, another game. I want to be excited every single day this summer to turn on Bali Sports Kansas City. And you can be excited every day without being a World Series team. And the Royals are not a World Series team. But they still should bring you joy to watch in a nice escape and a fun team to watch every single day this summer. And that's my expectation. Get close to the playoffs or make the playoffs in the expanded postseason. Uh, and then be a competent, competitive baseball team night in and night out. Let me know your expectations in the comment section below on YouTube or on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. And until tomorrow, be good, be good to one another.